0: You will find that referrals are the easiest way to secure a team member, so please don't be shy about asking fellow landlords for direction when in need. We are fairly certain that every state has a rental housing association. Just Google your city or state and something should pop up for you to check out.
1: Welcome to Your Landlord Resource Podcast. Many moons ago, when I started as a landlord, I was as green as it gets. I may have had my real estate license, but I lacked confidence and the hands-on experience needed when it came to dealing with tenants, leases, maintenance, and bookkeeping. After many failed attempts, fast forward to today. Kevin and I have doubled our doors and created an organized, professionally operated rental property business. Want to go from overwhelmed to confident? If you're an ambitious landlord or maybe one in the making, Join us as we provide strategies and teach actionable steps to help you reach your goals and the lifestyle you desire, all while building a streamlined and profitable rental property business. This is your Landlord Resource Podcast.
0: Hey there, landlords. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is Kevin, and I'm here with my number one draft pick, Stacy.
1: <laughs> wow. I'm not sure where I rank with others, but uh, anyway, Uh, welcome to part two of our podcast discussing office operations and all the different people and software landlords should have on their rental property team to make the business side run smoothly. Last week for part one, we discussed all our maintenance contacts we lean on in the field and for site operations. And as we said, it's not just people that are part of our team, we also discussed how software can make a huge difference in how landlords run their rental property business. So, so for software, the problem is we have a variety of size buildings and the features in some software work best for small portfolios and some software is focused on larger portfolios. What we want is software with options that make it easy to grow with, but also one that does not break the bank in the process. We have been looking into companies that we can lean on more and wanted to let you know of a couple that we are very intrigued
0: with. I think the best one for those just starting out would be TurboTenant.
1: Yeah, I agree. And we do love what they have to offer landlords.
0: Their best feature is that their basic account is free. Free to sign up and free to maintain. They offer an interface with your tenants with rent payments and all the good stuff like Tenant screening, marketing of your vacancies, and the capability of the tenants to put in maintenance requests, chat support, all for free. But for a very small amount each month, I think it comes out to around 8 bucks. you can get the premium package, which includes state-specific leases and addendums, expedited screening reports, electronic or e-signings of leases, faster marketing ad approval, phone support, what else... Oh yeah, your rent deposits get deposited quicker and you can choose which bank accounts to deposit which rents. So if you have more than one property and want the rents from each to go into a specific bank account, you have that option. You cannot beat what they offer. They are a fantastic option for landlords who are just getting their feet wet or are not in a hurry to scale and grow their portfolio.
1: Yeah, they're also a great option for people that are on a budget. Uh, They're very cool people over there, and we really like them. For those of you looking for something with a broader range in your landlord software, we like Hemlane. What we love is that they have a really good basic package, and it includes marketing your vacancies, applications and tenant screening, document storage of your uploads, tenant communication, lease renewal notifications, online rent payments with automatic late fees, which is nice, and maintenance requests and tracking. But here's where Hemlane gets good. If you get into a situation like there's a health issue or your job has become more demanding or, you know, geez, life just happens, they have an option to add 24-7 maintenance management onto your package. So you just upgrade your account and when your tenants have an issue, they contact your maintenance support and it all gets taken care of using your maintenance team or those who you designate. And of course, you do have to approve the work before it's performed, but it's a very cool add-on. This package also includes leases, addendums, and notices, all with e-signing capabilities. Plus, they have a discounted legal advice line if you need any consultation.
0: And we know a lot of owners who do this, and it really works well. Anything else?
1: Yeah, actually, this is where it gets interesting they have a complete option that moves full management over to a local property management company that they have already vetted. These managers can do all the move-in and move-out walkthroughs, periodic inspections, manage preventative maintenance, meet prospects for showings, manage repairs when a tenant calls, deal with tenant lease violations, serve notices, everything. Sure, you're going to have to pay for it, but for someone who might need to completely hand management off for a while, or maybe they're growing their portfolio really fast, and time is of the essence. I mean, the major benefit of Hemlane is that it grows with you when you want.
0: Okay. The last and final landlord software we want to talk about is DoorLoop. In 2019, it was developed and started by landlords and property managers for other landlords and property managers. They're a global company with offices in the U.S. and the U.K. They can help you manage any property in any country in any currency. So, what do they offer? Where they do not offer the option to move over and hand off your properties to a full-time property management, they pretty much have the same features as the others, but with more options on how to integrate. What I mean by that is that, electronically, you can link your Google Docs, accounting software, etc., so that you don't have to perform double entries. So for us who use QuickBooks, this software is very intriguing. It is. From a tech standpoint, for rental property software, Doorloop is top notch. It is extremely modern and intuitive. There are help pop-ups all through the dashboard if needed. It's fully customizable. There are reporting templates and they are optimized for mobile devices and tablets. Their software was developed with much newer code, which allows them to integrate extremely well with other apps and companies. Where we haven't checked all of them out personally, their website says they can connect to thousands of other apps. This also means they can work very quickly on product updates and take action on customer feedback to release updates. Lastly, they are known for world-class support. Their account exec team is available anytime for demos. They have an awesome onboarding team accessible to customers who often book same-day virtual training. And their customer support team has a 98% satisfaction score and responds on an average of under five minutes. So, we will put a link to check out TurboTenant, Hemlane, and Doorloop in the show notes. I mean, you can't go wrong with any of them. It just depends on where you are in your landlording journey and what your financial situation is.
1: I do want to say there is one more software that we do use, and we really like it. And I think it's important to note that I have an accounting and finance background. Money and analysis is very important to me, so we use QuickBooks for all of our bookkeeping. We can invoice our tenants each month, which is nice, so they get a reminder in their email to pay their rent. They can pay us by ACH or pay a fee to use a credit card and the money is deposited right into our checking account. Using QuickBooks for our bookkeeping allows us to do a deeper dive into analysis and evaluate all the income and expenses. So we can segment these income and expenses by property and even down to the unit, which is really nice. Or we can see an overall picture of how we are doing with all our properties combined. Also, We can see where we are on depreciation of our buildings and have a better idea of when it is getting time to scale by selling a property and upgrading to a larger one. And we're going to put a link in the show notes for QuickBooks so you can check them out as well. So I would say that it's a toss-up whether our CPA or our lawyer is our next most frequent call.
0: Well, we may not need to call on him often, but it sure seems like our real estate attorney would be next. As a landlord, we cannot express enough the importance of an excellent real estate lawyer. We have called upon our real estate attorney multiple times for clarification on landlord-tenant law. Additionally, he has assisted us with verbiage when writing leases, advice on how to avoid an eviction, setting up our LLC, legal communication with unhappy neighbors, and note structure for private lending. Lastly, our attorney set up our personal family trust. The final document was very comprehensive, and he worked hand-in-hand with our CPA to ensure our estate was all set up to get the best tax benefits now, in retirement, and then for our heirs later on. How did we meet our lawyer? Actually, our insurance broker referred him. If you are unsure where to start to find referrals, try joining a local rental property group. Bigger Pockets Landlord Forum, AAOA, or a local or state association for rental property owners.
1: Yeah, for local groups, you can just Google rental property group and your city or the next closest large city near you. Uh, We'll put links to the American Apartment Owners Association, which is AAOA, like Kevin mentioned, and Bigger Pockets in the show notes.
0: For example, here in California, we are members of CAA. The California Apartment Association. An annual membership awards us with endless webinars, free legal advice, California-approved leases, addendums, and notices to use for our tenants as laws change, hello pandemic, as well as political background information on upcoming rental housing bills. You will find that referrals are the easiest way to secure a team member So please don't be shy about asking fellow landlords for direction when in need. We are fairly certain that every state has a rental housing association. Just Google your city or state and something should pop up for you to check out.
1: And I I just want to kind of also mention that the California Apartment Association having that free legal advice has really helped us out a lot too because we were able to narrow down a couple things prior to contacting our attorney and it saved us quite a bit of money. Not having to go back and forth with the attorney first.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Very good point.
1: So next up is our tax advisor or our CPA who specializes in real estate investments. We cannot talk about the importance of a good team without including our ever-important CPA. He's our tax guru and make sure that we are setting the business up to take advantage of deductions and structure our income so our tax liability is as little as possible. And in addition, He reviews our bookkeeping to make sure we're processing everything correctly and advises us when it's time to start looking for additional investment opportunities.
0: In the sport of landlording, this is one team member we could not do without. He's been incredible with our retirement planning by making sure that we are on the right track with all our investments, and he played a vital role when we were developing our estate planning. He and our attorney worked back and forth so that we, and someday the boys, get the best tax advantages with our family trust.
1: And he was also really important when we were doing the 1031 exchange. He was he was able to advise us on when we kind of got in a little bind there. So that yeah. was
0: great too. Very important.
1: But beware, there are many not so great advisors out there. So if it's possible, try to find a referral from someone that you know. Interview them and ask some questions that you may know or be familiar with the answers so that you can judge if their answers are helpful or not. You know, questions like, how should we account for mileage and travel and meals when we're visiting our properties? Should we bring on family members as employees? What are the tax benefits of doing this? And some CPAs focus on just doing taxes, some are stronger in retirement planning, and not all have extensive knowledge about investment properties. Know their focus and strengths before you start working with them.
0: Time out for a shameless plug. <laughs> But if you haven't already, check out episode five, where we talk about the tax and other benefits of hiring your kids to work in your rental property business.
1: Yeah, that's a good one for landlords, especially if they have young kids. We didn't take advantage of it early enough with the boys. Other questions you might have for your CPA would be, what is the best way to depreciate the property? And in case you didn't know, there are a few options there. Also, how should we account for security deposits and cash reserves? Should we take on a payroll company, or how do we file federal and state payroll taxes? What bookkeeping software do they recommend? And when it comes to questions for your tax preparer, there are no silly questions. If you do your bookkeeping correctly for your business right up front, it's going to save you both time and money in the long run.
0: And we are not saying these guys are cheap. You definitely will need to set aside some serious reserves to bring these professionals on board. Investing in real estate is the easy part. Running the business professionally and investing in support to ensure you are legally and financially on the right path takes time, patience, and a good amount of money. So remember, reserves, reserves, reserves. We try to set aside 20 to 25% of our rents just for reserves. Okay, on to our insurance broker. Speaking of not cheap... We cannot end this podcast without talking about our insurance guys.
1: Yeah, they're a team of brothers and they're freaking awesome.
0: Definitely. They're a huge wealth of knowledge. We have plans to do a couple of podcasts on rental property insurance. We'll have to touch base with them and get their thoughts on the insurance companies pulling out of certain markets and how that affects rental owners. But the relationship with our brokers started with Stacy in, what, about 94?
1: Yep. My late husband and I needed commercial insurance for a lighting store. And back then, all of our family members used AAA and they they don't offer commercial insurance. So we had to find someone on our own. And the guys we use now, their dad had a small office and business in our town. And I think the bank, I think our banker referred us to him. But he grew the business over the years and now the sons have taken over and they handle all of our insurance needs. We hold our home, auto, commercial, umbrella, and life insurance policies with them, and they even handle some investments for us.
0: They're really a great group, and we have a good relationship with all the employees there. Like our attorney and CPA, they play a small part in the development of our retirement plans. So we speak to these guys fairly often. It seems like we talk to them every few weeks if we have a property to add or a car to switch out. It was because of us having a comfortable relationship with them that we found out about vacancy insurance. And I won't go into what all that is, but through a simple conversation with our broker, he recommended we add a vacancy rider onto a policy that covered a rental property that had recently become vacant and would remain vacant for the foreseeable future. So we did. And where we did not need that rider for that home, we also added a vacancy rider to our Chico house when we had it vacant during a small remodel Boy, are we glad we did that. If you listen to the podcast, you might have heard our story how a water supply line had burst and flooded a third of the home for days. Basically, most insurance policies for single-family homes that are vacant have limitations. If you do not add a vacancy rider on you risk not having coverage for such things as what happened to us. Without that rider, we would have had to pay tens of thousands of dollars in remediation and replacement costs.
1: Yeah. And all because we had a friendly conversation with our broker and mentioned one of our rentals was vacant. We love them not only because they run their business well and they look out for us, but it's also nice to have only one phone call to make when you have to make changes to the policies. I mean, I think we have somewhere in the range of 20 to 25 policies and accounts with them. And that doesn't count family members who I help with their policies as well. So yeah, we, we talk to them quite a bit.
0: So moving on and where we don't talk to them often, we should mention we have a pretty good relationship with our banks and loan companies. If you are just starting out and looking to invest in your region, banking with a local bank makes a lot of sense. They are usually very good at personal communication, they have competitive loan rates, and often it's easier to get a loan approved by a smaller bank than the big loan institutions.
1: That is another very good point. On this episode and part two of who are important members of our team on the business side of things, we told you about how we can benefit from certain software like Turbo Tenant, Hemlane, Doorloop, and also QuickBooks. And we finished with how our real estate attorney, CPA, insurance broker, and our bank or loan companies were important to us. Did we miss anything?
0: Maybe only that your realtor is likely to be a great source for you to find a good property manager or find your next property investment, and maybe even hook you up with some local real estate investing groups where you might be able to socialize with other landlords and be able to find out who they use and would recommend for the above team members. As a matter of fact, when we started searching for our Idaho property, it was our realtor that put us in touch with his loan officer. And working with people who already know each other made the whole process seamless. He also invited us to join him at a local investors club meeting. We were unable to go, but we found out later they were discussing the rental market at the time and where they saw rates headed in the greater Boise area.
1: Ooh, that's a very good catch.
0: Yeah, well, you know, every once in a while, I can bat a thousand.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm sitting here twirling my hair going, sports! Anyway, if you missed part one, we really encourage that you go back and give it a listen. In that episode, we talked all about who we lean on for our maintenance and field operations. But thank you for tuning in today. We really appreciate you listening. Please subscribe or follow us on your favorite podcast platform. And if you could please share our podcast with other landlords and investment property owners, we would be very grateful. It helps us to move up the charts and get recognized by other rental owners. If you want the podcast link delivered to your email each week, we have a free newsletter called Landlord Weekly that we send to our subscribers. It comes out every Tuesday and includes all kinds of tips, early access to our blogs, landlord-specific articles that are written by other industry pros, our favorite landlord products that we really do use in our business and the most recent link to this podcast. You can subscribe at yourlandlordresource.com forward slash subscribe. That's yourlandlordresource.com forward slash subscribe. We will also include the link to subscribe in the show notes. Thanks again. I am Stacy signing off with my favorite teammate, Kevin. Until next time, you got this landlord.